Welcome to the Marvel DNT Evolution Podcast with myself, Andy Stead. And I'm Jorian Gibson. And I'm Alex Stroud. And we are live out on all of our platforms. Jorian, tell these lovely people where we're at. Yeah, so we are streaming to the Facebook page for the group. Uh, the group uh, act itself on Facebook, uh, our Twitter account, uh, our Twitch account, and YouTube. Nice. So lots of different channels where these guys can find us. Yeah. Um, so, just a, a quick little recap on last week's episode. We went over the uh, Multiverse of Madness trailer, not necessarily with a fine-tooth comb, because we never do that. Um, there's other uh, great resources out there that, that do that, but uh, we certainly got stuck in with that one. And um, it's, uh, it's, still, it's still playing on me, the whole the trailer. I st- I, do you know what? I've still watched it about four or five times in the last week. <laughs> I watched it last night again, you know? <laughs> I was sitting there counting the chairs again. And I was like, I was. Yeah. They had that one shot where it like speeds past Mordo swinging it strange, and I was like, there they are, all six chairs, you know. Like. And then um, Marvel actually posted that the TV spot again from the Super Bowl. I saw it on Twitter. I posted it to the group, but it looks like it has a couple more things in it. So make sure you check that out. Um, but between yeah. the TV spot and the trailer, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Uh, so if you're uh, if you're out there and you and you're listening or you're watching. Uh, drop us a drop us a little message on any channel that you're on and uh, say hello. Uh, in a little while later on to uh, this evening, we're going to be talking about some questions and some theories that you guys have been leaving us this week, just, uh, just to give us something to to sort of work off of. But by all means, jump in, give us a question. We can have live questions or live theories, and we'll do our best to answer them. All right. So, but before we get to uh, started because uh, we've got some news to go through and quite a bit of news isn't it Jarian? um and we've got uh, at least two or three questions and um or theories that we want to get through <laughs> with alex uh but Jarian, show these guys what you've got yeah so over my right soldier, uh, shoulder today and alex was uh ragging me from not having this built yet it just <laughs> arrived it just arrived today so i don't have time to build it yet but uh the new lego uh infinity uh saga uh thor's hammer i have me near behind me over my right hand shoulder so looking forward to building that uh i was surprised that came because it wasn't supposed to be out to march 2nd but my target shipment came really early is that gonna be life-size hammer jarian yeah it's, it's pretty big it um wow. oh, oh yeah yeah it looks big oh yeah it was a long way away i forgot that yeah so I this is pretty I'm... big <laughs> nice uh-huh. yeah this this thing is about so you can get a stand. Uh, a thousand pieces. Yep, has a nice stand. Has the, the Infinity Saga, just like you see with the, the gauntlet um, and with some of the other pieces that came out uh, as well. So, yeah. I hope when we get Stormbreaker someday as well. <laughs> That'd be awesome to get another <laughs> one. But well, yeah, this thing looks together. pretty big. So, and it's got uh, inside of it. So it looks like um, there's an apartment for the gauntlet and Thor himself and you know all the Infinity Stones. I even see the internal flame and the Tesseract as well. And there's a little compartment inside of it. So this oh, thing wow. is actually going to stand um, 18 inches high and almost 12 inches uh, in width. Oh, so wow. it's pretty sizable. Um, this could be a nice bookend on a bookshelf too. So <laughs> look forward to building this one. Um, and speaking of, of Thor Legos as well, um, they have the goat boat coming out. 
that I posted to the group. <laughs> goat um, well, it looks like you have the, the goats there uh, yeah. from Thor, um, the mystical goats, and you have um, a couple of uh, characters on there. But the biggest one is we see Gore on there, and he has a sword. So it does look like uh, if the Lego set rings true, which they've been pretty good. Yes, there's been some mistakes and some changes, but it looks like the Necro Sword is going to not just be in What If, but also in the main MCU timeline. I, I can't lie. I'm probably looking forward to seeing Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder more than I'm looking forward to seeing Gore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah, go wrong, and, can't go wrong the, with a mystical goat, can you? And, and this Lego set may confirm some rumors out there, because there's been rumors, too, that this is going to be a road trip-like movie. So mm. if, if they're out there with, with them and on the boat looking for stuff, um, it looks like uh, those rumors are looking true from this Lego set. Without trying to diverge a little bit, because this 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 wasn't on the plan. I mean, do you think we're going to beat Ray Bill in this? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It it, it it seems like they'll keep teasing him because we we've heard him in Guardians of the Galaxy. We we, we saw his his uh, statue in uh, Ragnarok. Um, I don't know if we're going to get get him. I don't know. We'll maybe see. maybe maybe way down the line before yeah. like a Secret Wars like event, like bring in him and Jane Foster <laughs> Thor. Or, or what if yeah. episode maybe <clears throat> yeah potentially yeah that could be a good opportunity uh we've got uh we've got a few people in watching we've got lisa hi lisa how you doing thanks for catching up with us again jamie of course i wouldn't expect anything less than <laughs> jamie watching so um glad to see you there mate um okay so um alex have you well before we get started have you bought any new funkos you must have done um yeah actually i did buy a new funko um i didn't bring it over here but i bought the metallic uh spider-man from um the what if one um from walmart and uh it was actually kind of funny i just bought it i saw it i was like oh i really like this funko put it in the cart like went home scanned it didn't even realize it was the metallic funko until i scanned it into the app so that was you know kind of cool uh um, <laughs> okay yeah, so, you know, there's so many different kinds. You've got flocked, you've got, like, all these different kind of styles and things like that. So, um, it's, and, and it's it's got the Walmart sticker on it, so it doesn't say, like, metallic or anything on it. So, like, I just, I didn't even know. So, that's nice. pretty much, like, the extent of my purchases for the week. That's, that's pretty good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's on the better end of what I should be doing. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've not, I've not, uh, I've not read anything new this week. Um, I did buy, I did buy the thir first episode of a new uh, collection of books, the ones behind me, but um, I'm not going to go into it because I think they're going to repeat a load of them. But it was only one ninety nine, and it was a, a graphic novel of um, new ways to die, Spider Man arc. Mm. Um, come for free poster, so I was like, ah, oh, I'll pick that up. You know, not going to get into collecting the whole you know series because it just goes on forever and costs a fortune but uh yeah looking forward to reading that one but um ah let's crack on then shall we so come in and jaren let's get some let's go through some news in whatever order you fancy and we'll butt in if we feel like we need to and if anybody listening wants to uh add in their two pence when they hear jaren's news pieces then please feel free to do so yeah so uh speaking of legos um we already have a sanctum um from legos from infinity war but um, it looks like there's going to be another Sanctum coming out this summer from Lego. It's going to be one of their mock size ones. So if you're not uh, familiar with Lego mocks, they're more of bigger piece ones where you can build cities with, like actual cities. Um, it's going to be mock size. It's supposed to be like 2,000 pieces around. But it's going to tease some characters that might be showing up in Multiverse of Madness. And this set is, I'm not going to go into those characters because I want to do any spoilers. 
Um, it's on the page if you want to see it. I didn't share it to the group, I don't think. Um, but um, it looks like it's going to release after Multiverse of Madness sometime this summer. So that's probably how they're going to get rid of, you know, not a big spoiler of characters that are going to be in that set. Nice. Yep. Wise idea, really, isn't it? Yeah. To release it after the movie if it's going to spoil things. So Yeah. yeah. And then um, next one is looks like Secret Invasion um, is doing some underwater scenes. So I don't know if we'll have scrolls possibly infiltrating Atlantis, maybe, um, as we see that. But uh, some of the, the reports out there show them filming underwater uh, with some scrolls. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm trying we to have figure some... out how that one will fill in. Uh, that one yeah. will fit in. Maybe, maybe they've got people in Wakanda. Maybe they've yeah. got scrolls in Wakanda. Or a crash or something even as well. Mm, it could know. be, but we'll see. Um, but the, a couple of Craven news coming out, though. So it looks like uh, Fred uh, Hetchinger uh, is going to join as Chameleon in the Craven movie. Uh, so that was reported. Um, but we also have Calypso as well, who's going to be in Craven. Um, and that's going to be played by... i got to skip up here for this one. I'll do both at the same time. That's going to be played um, by... Uh, where was my place mark for that? Um, there we go. By Taylor Page. She'll be playing Calypso in Craven. So it looks like Craven is rounding out their cast. We already have Russell Crowe in there. It looks like he'll play possibly Craven's father or an older tribes member. Um, but uh, Craven is getting that that cast rounded out. So it's, it's good to see that. I'm interested to see how they go where they go with Craven. So mm -hmm. you know, is he gonna be is he gonna be a villain even in his own movie? Is this gonna be about a villain, this movie, or is he gonna be you know the anti-hero is it, are they going to go down that kind of venom morbius type route where it doesn't look like they're full-on villains or i don't know i mean i've only i've only read a little bit of the source material with craven in and each time i've read it he's been an absolute psycho um, <laughs> so, so um I, i'm not sure maybe i'm missing something i don't uh, you know like i said i've not got a full knowledge of his of his source material but um everything that i've read he seems to have been really um but evil, basically. So uh, I don't know if you guys know any different. Well, Chameleon's his brother, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like, this is really interesting because like, it it makes me wonder: are they gonna are they gonna pit the brother versus brother in this movie? You know, or are yep. they gonna end up having like something completely different where it's just like, hey, they never he never actually is Chameleon. It's just like, hey, this is my brother, and you know of him. But you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like, it's his... like a setup. Yeah. 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 So like, I'm curious to see how they do that. I'm not sure what they'll do with this movie. It's it's a really kind of like interesting thing because I know a lot of people were like rooting for like a Craven's Last Hunt like thing yeah. with the the Spider Man movie at one point. So like, and I know some people are still rooting for that with this movie. So like, you never know. Well, I, I think if they do Craven and a Spider-Man crossover, especially since it's been rumored that we're going to have three more Spider-Mans, that whole Craven's Last Hunt is probably going to take a trilogy to get that whole story out yeah. to do it justice. They can't do that in one film. Mm -hmm. uh, they won't do that story justice. Um, I do think that this Craven movie is probably going to be more of like a Venom 1 type setup film to kind of get the backstory, the origin kind of set up and then something probably teased in the end credits or something happens at the end of the film to continue the story for it to cross over to Spider-Man type yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't think we'll get a great deal of Spider-Man references in this one. Yeah, this seems like we're all set up. So. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, yeah. So 
we have some Blade news as well. <clears throat> so Aaron Pierre has been casted uh, in a major role in Blade. Um, and we kind of theorized this in the group a little bit. I don't think he's like a Dracula type role or anything like that, but I do think he could be playing someone like Hannibal King. Hannibal King, uh, that's because mm-hmm. if yeah. you if you think about it, Hannibal King was a, a foe and then became a friend later, mm-hmm. so he he could be in that type of sense. Um, I'm just gonna say this right now: I do think Marvel, everything Marvel's doing is setting up Midnight Suns, and mm-hmm. I actually think that Blade is the Nick Fury of the Midnight Suns, who he's recruiting people because we've already seen him at the end of Eternals. Uh, with Dane Whitman, who comes Black Knight. I, I would be shocked if we don't see any kind of setup or reference um, or any kind of thing with him in Moon Knight, along with Werewolf by Night as well, for him to pull them into the team also. Mm. There's quite a few of these kind of link-up characters. Uh, uh, sorry, just before I go on. Hi, Roxy. How you doing? Roxy's, uh, Roxy's on. Um, there's quite a few of these link-up characters that we've, we're starting to see now, haven't we? Like you say, we reckon we're going to see blade as this link up character we've obviously got val who's mm-hmm. becoming a link up character um there's a, you know nick fury's still going to be on the scene so he's still mm-hmm. going to be around so it looks like they're using these kind of like i say yeah these these link up characters just to bring everybody together in different roles so um yeah it'd be interesting to see what kind of role blade plays in yeah. the wider universe as i think Blade's like the horror side of it. Val's mm. the street level, yes. and we and and Fury's kind of moved over to the space slash cosmic level. Yeah, if, yeah. if mm. I were to put those in different categories, perfect. Yeah, is there another? Is there another level? Is there somebody? Is there somebody that we have to cover? Some, um, another area right, that we have to cover? Yeah, mystical, right now, mystical, mystical sort of mystical thing. maybe that could be Doctor Strange, mm. mystical or Wong. Um, could be doing that we've yeah, seen Wong uh, in a few Wong, different places. Yeah. Oh, Andy's Andy's we've seen him with abomination we've seen him go ahead you said abomination you froze for a second oh sorry yeah no no i was just saying um uh yeah so we've seen wong with abomination and he froze again and we've go on you carry on yeah i'll fix what andy was saying so we've seen you know wong kind of be the mystical one with the abomination uh in, in at the end of shang chi uh with um uh with Banner and with Captain Marvel. So maybe he'll be the mystical one, especially since he's now the Sorcerer Supreme. Um, so, yeah. So we, we kind of have those four areas covered of who's kind of like the, the recruiters, the management ones. Um, the next bit of news is that we should be seeing, at least in Canada, this week was reported, the Marvel Netflix shows on Disney Plus in Canada um, by March 16th. Uh, this news went out to the Canadian press. It did not come out in the U.S., um, so it does seem like it depends on the country and the platform where these shows are going to be coming over uncut. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to be coming to full on to Disney plus in the U S um, there's still some rumors around some kind of new platform. Maybe they're, they're going to rebrand star for the U S maybe Hulu will get folded into Disney plus. Um, but it does look like in the other countries it's coming on Disney plus through star for the more mature content. Um, I know it's been said by uh, Chapek that he wants Disney Plus to get more adult subscribers and more adult content. So I could see them folding Hulu in or rebranding Star uh, in the U.S. to to help with that. Huh. Um, what else do I have? Uh, we talked about Craven. We talked about that. We talked about Blade. Um, oh, um, so it looks like uh, Loki um, did have a major influence on Multiverse of Madness. So hopefully with that influence there, 
um, we'll see some continuity there because we did have some, I would say, some differences in multiverse between Loki and what came out afterwards. So it's good to see that they're using the influence from Loki uh, in Multiverse of Madness to get some kind of continuity there because I think that's going to be a, a major role of what we've seen so far in Loki, at least tease um, what's coming in Multiverse of Madness and forward for the multiverse. Yeah. They can also make uh, Loki kind of like a, uh, I guess, like in this multiversal war, kind of like a champion of somebody that's a veteran of, you know, someone who's fought across the multiverse kind of type yep. of deal. And he could be kind of that multiverse recruiter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All these recruiters. <laughs> yeah, all the recruiters. Um, and then speaking of, of multiverse of madness and that kind of stuff. So Patrick Stewart was interviewed this week um, about the trailer for Mom. And he was like, what is multiverse? What is Doctor Strange multiverse of madness? Um, and so, you know, maybe he recorded that, you know, some of his stuff off set and is not 100% sure or what's going on or he's playing coy. You know, he's pulling the Garfield. But it was a pretty funny interview when he was laughing about that, um, about multiverse of madness and his potential role in it. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Reynolds has teased there, there will be a batch of updates coming for Deadpool 3. Uh, so look forward to those. Um, there's been some back and forth about whether he appears in Multiverse of Madness or not. There's even some more stuff today that has inclined that he may make a cameo in it. Um, and speaking of Multiverse of Madness and Multiverse and, and Loki and all that kind of stuff, it does look like all roads are leading uh, to Secret Wars. So that's probably going to be the next Avengers movie. Um, and then um, Work by Night uh is going to be filming in mid-march or production mid-march for two to three weeks uh and but uh here's something that'll get andy going it looks like the connection looks better now um, uh, am, I, am i here yeah you're here you're here now <laughs> uh, we don't okay. I, was gonna, I was gonna drop out but I'll yeah, stay, no stay, stay in i want to get uh, your reaction for this um ready? there's ready been some it. trending about a wolverine disney plus series coming um and then there was that whole taylor edgerton article about he'd be flyer to play it I know Andy's got his guy. He wants to be. He wants to play Logan. Yeah, um, you know, you know what though. I'd, I'd, I'd happily, I'd happily go with Taron Egerton. To be honest, I, I like. I think he's excellent. I really do. I think he's really, really good. Everything that I've seen him in, I think he's been brilliant. And I'd happily go with Taron Egerton. Yes, I know Zach Efron, and I want him to do it, but I, I can't. <laughs> see it. And there'll be. So, there almost seems like there'd be a war if it did actually happen. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I'm not sure that's a wise idea. Anyway. Um, People might try and hunt me down and say it's your fault, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, I'm happy with Taron Egerton doing it. And uh, uh, although I don't know, I think somebody said a little while ago about it, does it need to be somebody that's known? Is, it, is, it, is this an unknown role? You know, I think maybe that's the way they need to go because yeah. they, you know, um, might have been Mike actually said about the role that that the actor can't be bigger than the the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, I mean, that would be difficult, I guess, with Wolverine, but still, it still can't be, you know, the actor can't be above the role. I mean, a lot of the, the people that have been cast in the MCU, like, they weren't, you know, A-list. Like, they weren't, the, the, they were, some of them have been unknown, and a lot yeah. of them have made a very good name for themselves, like, by yeah, the I mean, roles even, they played. I mean, even looking at, I'm just, just trying to think, really, I mean, the, the the A-list people, the real A-list people that we've had in the last sort of five years, Angelina Jolie, Robert Redford. Do you know what I mean? There's been some... Really Hayek, big, yeah. 
yeah, Selma Hayek, there's been some really big people, but they've not necessarily gone in in those, they've gone in in those smaller roles, haven't they? Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, even somebody like RDJ, when he was when he was cast as, as Tony Stark, I mean, his, his career was, well, wasn't where he was kind of yeah on the down yeah he's Mm. on the back nine of his career with everything going on and then he kind of that kind of revitalized his career so yeah you could see something like like that yeah and i think i think marvel's smart because they basically they they took like characters like let's say the eternals and they took characters from game of thrones they took well-known actresses that we knew like angelina jolie they put them all together and they basically like brought all these actors and actresses that everybody knew together to play this list of characters that are not as well known as like your normal you know group of heroes so like like marvel does a really good job of bringing that star power at times to like the unknown names like and that's where i think you kind of they need to really do that to make those characters really shine i think yeah yeah agreed yep agreed so um so yeah i mean if if taron egerton gets the role i'll be happy if zach efron gets the role i'll be super happy but if they cast some unknown um and as long as they're good at it it's all good yeah, there's also too a uh, rumor that we might get a Wolverine cameo in Mom as well, in Multiverse of Madness. Mm. So I wonder if they're gonna do more of just a, a one and done type cameo, and maybe we do see Hugh Jackman do it one last time, kind of like he was in First Class when we told them to f off. Um, mm. Or um, do we actually see that? You know, because I expect mostly most most of the these people we see in Multiverse of Madness to pretty much be done, one and done in this film, like wipe yeah. the slate clean. But I do think there'll be a couple of characters that are going to make it and transition over. Um, that, like we know, existing characters, you mean? People that well, have already played their role? Well, I think anyone... like If we see like a new person coming as Wolverine, obviously that person's not going to be a, a one and done. That's probably yeah. going to be the MCU's Wolverine. Um, we know that the actress playing America Chavez, she was supposed to be in, in Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. In No, no way, way Home was supposed to be her debut. And she was supposed to be the magic portal person instead of Ned. But because of something happened with that and changes, she's going to be debuting in Multiverse of Madness. So those anything new that we see like that are going to be uh, probably the long haul. Now, I see in the chat John Krasinski, but everything I'm hearing, if we see someone like John Krasinski, this is more fan service for him to just, you know, kind of be in the role. I don't see him long term in the MCU if we do see John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic or Multiverse Captain America in the film. Um, yeah. So. I think I think if you saw him as a multiverse Captain America, it would, it would, it not make more sense, but it would put more of a line under it, yep. uh, under under his role. Do you know what I mean? Like it would be like that's it. But if he come in as as a Fantastic Four, I mean we spoke about this a couple of last week, I think. Um, if he come in as Mister Fantastic, sorry, it would it would confuse a lot of people as to be like, wait a minute, is he going to play Reed going forward, or is this just? for mm-hmm. us like because we've all been banging on about it and you know or, or and other people wouldn't even know what's going on they'd go oh is he the new reed richards it'd be very confusing if they brought him well, in as reed richards i think well also too speaking of of, of casting and moms and other piece of news we're talking about bruce campbell who we've seen in the Rami films through all the spider-man films he did record a cameo that i shared mm. news today about he didn't say who but it, it was like a fan favorite character um so even something like that like i said they're probably going to do some of these cameos as fan service as actors, something they want to do for a long time, but they don't want to commit to the role long term, and so yeah. we probably don't see them make it out of the movie. That's yeah. me, my guess. Fred's uh, Fred had a, uh, an agree or disagree last week, I'm sure, and it said any um, 
it was oh, I can't remember what it was now. Does does if you remember what it said? It was said something around if any of the X Men or anybody appears in this movie, that should be the only time they appear and they shouldn't appear again. And yeah. I was like, I think a lot of people had the same sort of consensus. Actually, was that it? That yeah unless they do another multiverse thing. So like maybe for secret wars, they can turn up again, but they shouldn't yep. be mainstays going forward. Like it's not, a, it's not a problem to, you know, cause they do that in, in the source material, they revert back to alternate versions or multiversal versions or different timeline versions of these characters. And they're even on screen together at the same, or in on a panel together at the same time, or, you know, on screen, if it's the cartoons or whatever at the same time. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it needs to be made clear that this isn't going to be, you know, as and when Patrick Stewart turns up, if he does, because according to him, he's, he doesn't even know who Doctor Strange is. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I know was a piece of your news, Joe. Yeah. Was, so, you know, that's that is absolute class. That little video there of him just basically saying, <laughs> I don't even know who Doctor Strange is. Yeah. Brilliant. Deadpan professionalism. It's but, like the breached. It's like the Ubreeze commercial. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? He almost played it as an old man as well, didn't he? Like yep. it was the old man. Like I don't even know who that is. <laughs> but, you know. But um, anyway, point is, if he turns up, I don't think there's anything wrong in him turning up again in three or four years or five years time as a, an alternate professor. Yeah. But, Secret you know, Wars. Yeah. Type yeah. of thing. Yeah. That's but yeah. Right. So um, Morbius news. It looks like we're getting a new trailer this week. It's sound like it's gonna be the final trailer for Morbius, I believe. Um, and then we had some dates that were put out there. I've seen I saw on social media. So we know what's coming this year. So we know we're getting Multiverse of Madness, uh, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, and uh, Black Panther: uh, Wakanda Forever. We, we know we're getting those this year. Uh, next year we are getting four films: uh, The Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy three, Ant Man: The Wasp: Quantum Mania, and there's an untitled Marvel film. On 11 3 23 you know and is that fantastic four is that blade um yeah, right. you know i'm gonna guess it's gonna be blade since blades pretty much you know the trains on the tracks with blade so i think that's where we're gonna see blade but then in 2024 we also have four untitled marvel films as well so 216 24 5 3 24 um 7 26 24 and 11 8 24 uh so hmm. it's like you know after the next two years we are going to get four films a year from marvel yeah, that third of that third of May, twenty twenty four. I'm going with that being Fantastic Four. I would say Fantastic yeah. Four or Captain America Four. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it could be yeah around. Um, what or Serpent Society. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. And so yeah, so there's the dates on that one. So it looks like we're gonna be spoiled. And also next year we're getting a couple Sony films too as well we're getting i think craven's next year also and then we have two other ones that are untitled as well so next year we're gonna have seven marvel films next year so wow. so buckle up on that one um let me see did i have any other news for today we talked about that yeah. one um i think the last piece was wakanda forever filming it looks like they're looking at puerto rico as a backup for haiti for, for filming something um, and it looks like whatever they're filming here, from what I've seen, I'm not going to go too deep in this, is going to be something very significant for the movie. Mm. Um, the last piece of news is that James Gunn did take the Twitter to, to debunk um, that um, we'll see newer Earth music in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, he said, nope, um, pretty much the Guardians left Earth right after the end of Endgame. Um, and so the music that we see in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will be all from the Zune that, that we saw Peter get uh well, in that in in the previous movies 
yeah. which also, you know, someone went to, to team back at uh, James Gunn and said, does that mean the Christmas special will not be on Earth either? So that was something interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roxy, Roxy reckons it's Blade. That, uh, that yeah, day. I agree. I agree. It looks, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it, as well, around that sort of Halloween time as well. And, uh, and there's one from, uh, that's from Fred. Fred said, um, I feel like the MCU has stopped worrying about casual viewers anyways. I think they don't care about being confusing as much as they do, as much as they used to. Yeah. Yeah, I think Multiverse of Madness is going to kind of pretty much confirm that because I think we're going to see, like, like you talked about, like Lucas talked about in the past with cameos that we want to see Norway home. I think mom is going to have the kitchen sink. You know, they went through extensive reshoots. They went through... Um, you know, changes, they've more cameos were added from what I've heard reported. So um, it does feel like that mom is going to kind of push that with the casual viewers for that movie. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Um, so oh, just, then another we, comment, if not Blade, then Deadpool, which we should be getting a Deadpool update here pretty soon from Ryan Reynolds, like I like I mentioned. So it could be a Blade movie for that November date. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, I'm sorry, a Deadpool movie, but I think it's going to be Blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree. It's all, it's all the wheels are in motion for it already, aren't they? So, yeah. yeah. Um, brilliant. Nice, nice little news update there. Nice and compact to the point. I like it. Excellent work. Thank you for, uh, thank you for that, Jari, and thank you guys for uh, chipping in there. Um, this might allow for a little bit more discussion. So, throughout the last sort of week or so, Alex has been compiling a few theories slash questions from people on the group. And we've got a few good ones, haven't we, Alex? So we've got a couple of theories and a, and a question sort of posed to us, I guess. Um, but obviously, we'll pose it to everybody listening as well. But I'll let you carry on, and you can do it in whatever order you want. Over you go. Over to you, mate. <laughs> All right. So one of the most interesting questions that I think Jamie brought up was X-Men team. Once they get brought into the MCU, what is your version of the X-Men team that you want to see? Or what is the team that you want to see? Go on, Jaren, you go first. And anybody that's listening, you know, chuck a, chuck a theory, or not a theory, but chuck a, a lineup in the uh, in the chat. Jaren, over to you. Go on. What do you so I kind of want to go more traditional lineup. You know, I want to see the original five, but I, I want to change one of them. So the original five were what? Angel, Beast, Cyclops, Iceman, and Marvel Girl, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I want to see that same lineup, but instead of Marvel Girl, I want to see someone like Storm instead because um, I feel like she's more of a foundational piece and of, of the team um and a lot of people probably don't know who marvel girl are and they'll know who storm is um mm-hmm. i i would also would say too that i wouldn't mind seeing colossus getting something better um than the previous movies yeah they did him better in deadpool but the x movies he was kind of you know an afterthought so if not angel or beast you know substitute one of those with colossus as well i don't want to see wolverine i don't want to see Jean gray um i don't want to see nightcrawler yet um you know i'd rather see you know th- those those that line up um i don't want to get all political and um obviously it's a very safe subject but do you reckon they'll go down the colossus route oh it's a good point with the, with the current state of things yeah colossus may not be that one so that's that's why i made my alternate you know yeah. so you know i'll go with angel beast Iceman, cyclops and storm then for my lineup yeah yeah i like um i like the idea of doing a really true to um to the material uh lineup so i i would like to see the original five and i also would like to see i don't want it to be all teen angsty but i would like to see them being young as well yes mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, they were really young. Me and um, me and Mark were trying to work this out a long time ago about actually how old they were. And um, one of there was some um, there were some lines in the the first X Men comic where they were talking about um, Angel's sixteenth or seventeenth birthday party, and then they said about Cyclops and. Um, Oh, no, sorry. They were talking about Iceman's 16th birthday party. And then they were talking about Angel and Cyclops only being a couple of years older than him. So they, they were sort of in their late teens. Beast was a, a, a year older than them. And it was never conclusive as to how old um, Gene was. But point is, is I'd still I'd like to see a, 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 I'd like to see a young team. And I think they could be played by actors in their 20s. And um, and they, they could if they was in their sort of late 20s, they can de-age them a little bit with makeup, maybe, you know, uh, computer-generated um, help to, to get them to be younger, and then they can also grow with the role as uh, for the next 15, 20 years. And that's why the best thing I loved about the last X-Men movies that came out is they were they were so young, and they were still learning to become a team and how to use their powers and, yeah. to, and to function together. And that was, that was one of the best things they showed. And I want to see more of that, but not necessarily the same characters like I would love the Storm actress to come back to play Storm. I, I thought mm -hmm. she nailed that role as Storm. Um, some of the other ones, you know, up for debate. Um, but, you know, if I had to keep my, you know, like in fantasy football, you, your keeper league, she'd be my keeper. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. that's the comment here before Alex goes. looks like I'd love to see Cyclops transition from a good, nice leader to a mutant terrorist along the course of multiple movies, which would be an interesting one to go with as well. Yeah, I mean, that's that's Fred that said that. I mean, he, he almost, he, he's done that, hasn't he? Mm -hmm. Kind of like that Phoenix Force story, kind of, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, when it got to that, yeah, that's, yeah, that was, that was good. I really like that. I really, and I want to see more of Cyclops. I want to see him being that real tactical leader. Um, I'd really like to see that. Um, and we've got, uh, Lisa just said, uh, I just want to see him in their original outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'd quite like to see that as well. Um, I'd, I'd also like to see a character like Polaris thrown into the mix, yeah. like just to change I things up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I love Polaris. I always have. So like, <laughs> I, and and I think that like, you know, we saw in the Fox movies, we saw some X-Men kind of get a disservice done to them, like Darwin, you know, the unkillable mutant that was killed off. Yeah. Um, so like, there's definitely like mutants that they could have that are young that could grow into the future role of like, you know, being on the team. Like they could be like the children at the school, you know, and just bring them up slowly through the movies. And we've seen some obscure characters too out through the latest X-Men series too. Like for example, on uh, in Eric's camp, he had the one psychic vampire. Um, I'm, I'm going blank on her name. We talked about this a couple a while, a couple days ago, but she was actually on Magneto's team in the latest um, in the latest films. Like she actually was fighting as well with um, Nightcrawler also when they went to the house um, towards the end of the movie. So we've seen some other obscure X Men also um, play minor roles. Maybe change that out a little bit as also. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think. Um... I think, um, oh, we're, my mind's just gone blank. Oh, so yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, as a fan cast, and I've always, I've always liked this girl, but uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, I'd really like to see her take on Mystique. I think That'd she be could do. One. I think yeah. she could do a really good job as Mystique. Uh, she's, um, she's, uh, she's a really talented actress, and um, I think that she could do a good job that. Um, what's that comment there? That's from uh, so Lisa. Lisa agrees. She reckons they should be young. And uh, Fred 
uh, said, what's he said there? Honestly, the X-Men, they're a team that could go on in continuity forever without repeating characters or passing any mantles. There's so many diverse characters. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's such a massive, broad spectrum of characters. Here's one for for you real quick. Do you want to see a more darker, manipulative Professor X more to the comics? Because he was savage in the comics, and I felt like they barely touched on his manipulative, evil ways um, in the movies. I want to see more of that. Yeah, 100%. And I love Patrick Stewart. Loved him. But he's too nice, wasn't yep. he? Mm-hmm. Isn't he? He's just too nice. He's just too nice. So, I, and going on to my car, and I like you know, you know, I love cast. I think Jason Isaacs would be would be brilliant. He's got that look, that mean look about him. He's uh, he's British, so he's he could he could pull off that sort of colloquial accent quite well. Um, but yeah, I I, I totally a hundred percent agree with you there, Jaren. A hundred. Zack Snyder. There you go. Let Zack Snyder do it. Then we'll, we'll get the dark. We'll get the darkest darkness of X Men. Zack Snyder, there you go. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, got a couple of people agreeing with you there, mate. Yeah, that's what I want to see for Richard, also the darker side. Yeah, you want yeah, to see some yeah. of these. You don't want to see the popcorn, all teeny bop, you know, happy stuff. You want things to get real and get real quick. And I think they have a chance to do that, um, especially if some of these are, are Disney Plus and not movies. And if they want some more adult-oriented content, um, you know, some of these things will be perfect for it, you know, and, and there, like I said, there is rumors of that, that Wolverine series. And that could be the first one that kind of start with dark because he's not actually all happy and, and, you know, popcorn either, you know, there, there's some good stuff there to explore with him. And we saw some of it in Logan, but I want to see more of that theme. Yeah. 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 Could they skip doing X-Men movies and just do an X-Men TV show that just ran they could. forever? Just, just, just they run could. it forever. Run it for 12 seasons like Walking Dead. Just keep, just keep it going. Yeah. Like you said, like Fred's saying, there's so many characters in there. You know, to have a movie every three years and try and – or every however many years, even if they've done one a year, they're still only – even if they were three hours long, they're still only three hours of time to bring in these new characters. So why don't they just go, well, do you know what? We're just going to do a weekly – it's just going to be a weekly show. They'll do the same as what they do with any other show that's on, you know, like I said, any show that has sort of 20 episodes a season and 20 episodes and next year, another 20 episodes. And then these, these characters can pop up in other movies. Maybe there's a feature movie that you go and see or something like that. But I think they could do that. I think it could be a show. X-Men could and, be a running show. And then each, each episode is like an origin for one. You focus on one X-Men, do an origin story, all the origin stuff's out of the way. And then when, when they come to movies, we know what they are. We know where they've been. Yeah. They can yeah. be in the movies. Go ahead. Well, and, and and the beauty of this is too is is like a lot of X Men characters aren't even mutants. Like if you take Juggernaut, you yep. know, like so they kind of you're not painted in just a show about like mutants. And then not only that, but if you really want to, you can build on that. You can have X Men. You could eventually do Alpha Flight. You could do Excalibur. Like these are all teams that have mutants on them. Like Excalibur is like a mostly mutant team. It even had Nightcrawler on it. Yeah. Like at one point. So like yeah. you know. So yeah. if they so if they do Juggernaut again, do you want to see Vinnie Jones as Juggernaut that we saw in the X Men movies, or do you want to see the <laughs> the Juggernaut voiced by Ryan Reynolds that we saw in the Deadpool movies? I definitely don't want to see Vinnie Jones do it again. I love Vinnie Jones; he's great, but I don't want to see him be Juggernaut. I'm afraid. Yeah, I don't I want like to see the Ryan Reynolds version, but I yeah. don't want to see Vinnie Jones do it. I like the spin on that one. He and he was larger than life too in that one also. So. Yeah. I, I would yeah. I would go with the Deadpool version. 
Yeah, I'm gonna rip you in half now. <laughs> uh, just just before we move on to to the to the to the next theory, um, the the, the way that, that that shows have been going recently, um, where they've they, they've got this interconnectivity, there's the streaming nature of shows and what it allows now. It allows this kind of universe building to really become effective. You know, we've seen it in The Mandalorian, or sorry, in Boba Fett and, and in Mandalorian and Star Wars shows. We're seeing it in... <laughs> yeah, you see why I got confused. Um, we're seeing it in... Uh, I'm a big fan of The Walking Dead. So we're seeing it in Walking Dead with um, The World Beyond and with Fear the Walking Dead. They're, they're looking at creating a, a bigger universe spin-offs, now. Spin-offs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, spin-offs and things like that. And we're seeing it in other areas where they're bringing in you know, and, and it, people can dip in and out of other people's shows. These productions are always going on. It's different teams that are working on different things. And I think that, that maybe Marvel paved the way, but to be totally honest, I think that what we've seen from Boba Fett and Mandalorian in the last sort of year or so, I think they're doing a really great job of pushing that idea forward where mm-hmm. you can have these people just dipping in. I mean, at the moment, the shows have been very the Marvel shows have been very um, individual, haven't they? You know, we might have seen there's a character here or there, but I mean, Bob, what they've done with Boba Fett was ridiculous. The amount of sort of crossover that they brought into that. So, so uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. On that lines, would you want to see James Gunn helm that um, given what we've seen from guardians of the galaxy and then his success with peacemaker? Would you want to see someone like James Gunn helm those X-Men stories on Disney plus? I think it would need a, it would need somebody to do that, wouldn't it? Whether it's whether that person is James Gunn or not, I don't know. Is that the right feel for X Men? I'm I'm not entirely. Yeah, I can see you shaking your head, Alex, and I'm not entirely sure. What you, what, what you've obviously got a comment on that? Go on. Yeah, I'm not sure if James Gunn's the right person. Um, I'm kind of in that camp of like the Fantastic Four and the X Men are like the hardest castings to do, and then writing that story is going to be like even harder because like we've had tons of x-men movies and we've had tons of fantastic four movies and now we've seen those characters so much that you need something new you need something inventive and you know like you kind of can't really you don't want it to really overlap with anything in the past or even resemble really anything that we've gotten so far so i mean gun could probably do it but i don't think that he would be the best person for it i don't really know who i would choose either no i don't yeah, I'm just going off a of gun because I like the what he how he did Peacemaker because we saw we saw the good, we saw the bad. He, he kind of caught it from all the angles, and I think for someone to do something like the X Men like that, I could see that be done somewhere way with the X Men because you're going to have those those peaks okay. and valleys and the way he did it. But that's why I mentioned Zack Snyder because you know he kind of captures that darkness a little bit too as well, and you know outside of his his uh, DCU stuff just in his career and. There's been rumors about him doing something for Marvel as well, whether it's a, a Disney Plus series or a movie. So he could potentially capture that with X Men. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever they do with the X Men, I think we're all kind of agreed we want to see a fair similar lineup where it's this kind of original lineup, maybe with a couple of slightly different characters, and certainly in their original outfits. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, lots of lots of potential there with the X Men, and and as you guys have been saying it can it could go on forever so go on alex what's the next one mate what we got what's there what's up somebody else brought us all right so this one's from justin and it is a king variant appearing in doctor strange 2 and then iron lad assembling the young avengers further down the road 
And I think that's a really interesting one just just kind of briefly mentioned because we've seen like a member of the Young Avengers in almost every show since WandaVision, you know. Um I don't know if there was in there was one in What If, but you never know. There probably was uh, one somewhere in what if that I can't think of, but you know, in all the live action stuff we saw, like uh, a member, we saw Tommy and Billy in WandaVision, we saw uh, Isaiah Bradley in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we saw Kid Loki in Loki, and we saw Kate Bishop in Hawkeye. We're gonna have yeah. Miss Marvel series coming, um, yeah, we're gonna see uh, America Chavez and Mom, uh, we, we Cassie Lang has been teased, take a bigger role, so. Ironheart's coming. Um, and go ahead, Andy. and then, well, then there's, there's there's one left over, and he's fresh in my mind just because I read Empire last week. Do you think we'll see Hulkling as well in Secret Invasion? I think we might see him. I think we I think we might because he's the only one that's not planned to show up. That's been uh, and Iron Lad. So, but we know that Kang's about. So, do, uh, and I still who's that? Who said that? I still don't see them having Kang. Iron Lad Link. Ooh. Yeah, I, I see. Ooh. I don't know if we had that either. And Alex and I were, were chatting. You know, I've thought that, you know, we could see I mentioned before in the group, and that's why I've been thinking about this with Justin's post as well. I could see them having Iron Lad running off in the the, the desecration, you know, destruction in Mom, and, and, you know, forming that team. But for me, it's in a big if and a long shot. I think if we see anything Kang related, um, that's going to happen in a post-credit scene, like Alex has talked about. Um, yeah. In that sense, um, I think we've already got kind of a good cast of younger Avengers already, like he mentioned. Mm. You know, we still got Miss Marvel to come. We still got Ironheart to come. Um, America Chavez see, could even America be Chavez. We're, we're going to see Cassie. We've already got Kate Bishop. I think we already have a good roster. I can see them adding Hulkling as the last piece, possibly. And I, I think that's it for now, because otherwise, it might get too much. Um, and what I'd love to see is maybe some kind of Disney Plus series where it recruits, you know, who's the recruiter of them? Is it going to be Kate? Is it going to be, um, you know, another another one of them? Is it going to be Cassie? Or maybe it's a Cassie and Kate show where they're going out and recruiting all these and forming the team before we, we get them any kind of big role into a movie. It's all through Disney Plus. I could see that route going. Mm. Uh, just say uh, hello, Antonio, who's, uh, who's logged on and reckons Gunn can do a good job with uh, mutants going forward. So, but hello, Antonio. Good. Thanks for uh, tuning in to us. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying, Joe. And we've already had a lot of young Avengers. Do we need Iron Lad at the moment? Probably not. We could wait for him further down the line. Or, um, or do they do the play on, on Harley from Iron Man 3? And reckon it as a Stark connection instead of a Kang connection. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, again, I've said in the past that it, I don't think it was just, it was odd to have him in that funeral scene yep. if they're not going to do anything with him at all. Yep. Because and then also, no, too, the comic book as well now. Yeah. 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 But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, good question, just or good theory, Justin. Um, I do see Iron Lad at some point, but maybe not yet. Go on, Alex. Okay. But, All but, right. But so... Speaking of King Ties, though, I would be surprised if we don't see a King Tie in Moon Knight. Oh, really? Yeah. We're back and, to uh, Rum Yeah, yeah, for hmm. sure. Agreed. So. 
from Anio, actually. Um, this is a fairly recent one, so I just wanted to read this out. I think this is a very good one. Um, so he's basically saying that the Illuminati um, basically have an issue with a Wanda variant and destroyed or caused some issue to her universe. And that's going to lead to a variant of Wanda killing all of the Illuminati, and except for Mordo. Okay. Um, just, just excuse my ignorance. Wanda's a Nexus being. Does that mean that she hasn't got any variants, or? I, I, that's what they do at the MCU in the comics. Yeah, she is a Nexus being. Yeah, and I think in like in they kind of play with that term Nexus being a little bit like in the MCU, they kind of played with it as like Nexus events, but I mean like they could very well be like, Oh, like Wanda's a Nexus being she's the Scarlet witch in every universe. You know, they could simply just make it as easy as that. So. Right. Okay. Um, so if we do go that route though, I don't think it'll be mortal surviving. I think we, if we do see Namor on the Illuminati, it's going to be the main universe and he's the only Illuminati one that survives if they introduce Namor in Multiverse of Madness. So mm -hmm. I could see that a little bit, a little bit, but I would tweak the Illuminati member to Namor um, because we saw the Namor tie-in with Stark before. Um, his phone, the location in the sea, Stark is gone. So what if Stark was the Illuminati member for the main universe with his passing that went to Namor? Like maybe mm -hmm. Stark already knew Namor or had some kind of connection to Namor. Mm. I, do, I do think um, I agree with Antonio's sort of... Uh, idea that the illuminati are looking out at the multiverse and the timelines from their own independent kind of perspective yeah, yeah yeah so he's just said no i guess that that's that's in relation to the um is wonder and exes being meaning that she's got no other variants I don't know. um if you want to elaborate on that tony i feel free <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, um, Wanda's clearly not, uh, not the good, not the. And Andy has gone <laughs> frozen again. Oh, you're fine. But anyways, he's, he, his, his, his reply was Nexus beans are just folks who can mess with time and future of the universe. Fancy comic work for VIP in the comics. You got Wanda and ultimates. Nice. Yeah. So what's uh what's next? Because uh, we got Andy who keeps uh, playing his Iceman um, impersonation. <laughs> so uh... which one's next? Yeah. Um, okay. So another one. Um, and Jack Turner brought this up. Agatha could eventually be on some type of Midnight Suns team. I thought that was a really interesting. Yep, I, I could see it because the Midnight Suns team, even though it's called Midnight Suns, they did have female members. Like, uh, uh, um, I'm going blank now um black cat was one of them um the was it the bloodstone or what's her name um elsa but not elsa bloodstone um but there was like a couple of them uh of, of female members on midnight sun so i could see in the mcu that agatha taking the role of one of them because we haven't seen some of those variations you know yeah we saw the black cat silhouette in no way home we saw the black cat tease and then the paper for morbius um but i definitely think agatha could be on the team or she may be an antagonist against them as well, depending on, you know, what, what they do with her next, what the House of Hartnick show actually uh, shows us. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with that. Am I, ba you... am I back yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. I'm 
talking about that House of Harkness show, I'm really interested to see where they go with that. I mean, they've obviously made that show basically on the back of her popularity yep. from WandaVision because I, I can't imagine that that was part of their overall plan. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But it doesn't seem to me like that. Would, they've sort of gone, do you know what? We're going to make a whole Disney Plus show about Agatha Harkness. You know, they must have made that on the back of her popularity. So yep. it's going to be interesting to see what kind of angle they take with that, whether it's going to be more of what we've already seen um, in, in regards to the, the, the tone of it, or whether it is going down a completely different route and taking her out of that scenario that she was in in Westview and the person that she was. She was. I, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting to see, like I say, the, the tone of that show. Yeah. So yeah. so. Looking at the, I pulled up the Midnight Suns roster real quick. So they had Jennifer Kale, they had Black Cat, they had Topaz, they had Elsa Bloodstone. Um, so they had those female members on the team. I definitely could see her being the Topaz um, role for the team because Topaz was a sorceress. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they did it with Agatha, I could definitely see her being the Topaz uh, person of the team. Would Blade like recruit her to the Midnight Suns? Then I guess possibly. Yeah, that would be interesting to see. Yeah, Blade recruits her, or maybe she comes across them because maybe they're going after someone like uh, Chethon or Blackheart or whatever. And with her knowledge of the Darkhold and her having the Darkhold right now in the MCU, um, and, I definitely see a tie there. And they've both had like a prolonged lifespan you know, in the MCU. So, like, they could have had history before, they could do something like that, or they could just simply be like, Blades, like, hey, I've been tracking her for X amount of time, you know? Like, so... Maybe Blade was chilling in uh, Westview as well, you know? (laughs) Suckheads, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But I think think the Darkhold will will be that tie-in for Agatha if she's part of the team. I think that makes the most sense since she already has the Darkhold, and we've already, you know, from that, and Maybe as they bring Ghost Rider in uh, as well, um, it's through Ghost Rider. You know, maybe she's the one that leads Ghost Rider into the MCU through the Darkhold. Who knows? Wanda's got it at the moment, now, hasn't she? Yep, it's in. Yeah, well, actually, I'm sorry. Yeah, Wanda has it now. So yeah, Wanda's got it. Maybe after Multiverse of Madness, we see some post-credit scene where all of a sudden Ghost Rider pops out. You know, and you know he's looking for people who have exposed been exposed to the Darkhold, and that leads him to Wanda or th- to Agatha through Wanda, the whole Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness West, and then we see. Um, Blade pop up and be like, hey, you know, I'm putting together a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's likely. Have we got any more, Alex? We've got five minutes. I reckon we can maybe squeeze another. So, so I got one more that I think is really interesting on the back of Secret Invasion. And Jamie actually posed this one. So he said the first villain for Fantastic Four will be the Super Scroll. Um, with it being like a shame scroll general, um, most likely from a loss in secret invasion. So bring that in as like the first fantastic four villain would be like, say the super scroll. Anyone but doom, please. Yes. So I yeah. agree. I don't want to see the, the doom story played out. We've seen it done twice. Don't do it a third time. Uh, the disgraced super scroll general would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good way to go. I mean, yeah. they say third time's the charm. <laughs> I don't think it would be in this case. You gotta get the, like, cast, the cast, the story, and Doom right. That, that, that's a, yeah. a, tri- a trifecta for a third time to get right. Yeah, and they haven't they haven't really gotten a lot of that right in any of the previous films, like at all. Like, and it seems like with every one, it's gotten a little bit worse almost. Yeah. 
Do you think, I've heard a lot of people say this, do you think that the idea of the Fantastic Four is an old idea that doesn't translate into sort of modern storytelling, especially in regards to movies? You know, obviously they were the, the first family of Marvel and it was, they. you know, they've, they're from an era, a bygone era from the sort of 60s. So uh, is it something that, that it, it's, it's too wholesome for for um for modern viewers i don't know i i'm I'm just i'm just saying what i've kind of the the feel i'm getting it's not my opinion necessarily i think it can be done there's 100 it can be done but if they they haven't translated they haven't modernized it enough it was almost like they they tried to do what they did in the comics in a movie i I know it wasn't it was when was it like 2000 and I can't remember. Yeah, it was, it was like ago, it? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't long ago, was it? Do you think it wasn't modern enough? So, I think. I think. That... Go ahead. No, you go. No, you go. <laughs> I was just going to say. I think that the biggest issue for that is like you know, it's almost been like the origin story has almost been so similar. Like, there's really been no changes. Like, it's like. It's it's like playing a game of telephone with them is what it feels like. Like you get like the same story, but you get it told to you a different way, kind of like type deal. And they haven't really had like I haven't liked Doom in any of those movies. I haven't liked Galactus was horrible. Like I liked Silver Surfer. I mean that was that was you know good. That they did a good job with him. I liked him, but like I can't really think about those movies like in really. Uh, I guess, like, say I enjoy a large part of those movies, you know? Um, I, like the, I like the thing as well in the first one. Yeah, yeah. It, what is that, Michael Chiklis? Yeah, I liked how he yeah. put the thing in that one, so. Yeah, and, and I thought he did a really good job as the thing, to be honest. And, you know, I it's it's funny, Chris Evans playing Human Torch. It's like, you know, it's kind of a... It, it's weird to see him play that role and then play, like, Captain America, you know? Like, but, yeah, he he did an okay job with that role, but, like, and Michael B. Jordan did an okay job with Human Torch as well. So, like, I think certain people have played certain roles well, but I don't think the films have been the greatest. I think yeah. it helped when you got a good actor in there, though. I mean, Michael yeah. B. Jordan is a good actor. Chris Evans is a good actor. And I think when uh, whether they did the best, they probably did the best they could with the role, but they still probably weren't right for the role. Um, no, they definitely weren't right for the role, to be totally honest. I don't think right for I don't think either of them were right for for the uh, uh, human talk role, but they did do well because they're good actors. Do you know what? Do, do you know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who said that, that Silver Surfer was their favorite? Um, yeah. I, yeah. Doug Jones was good. Yeah. yeah but my word is out of that. They need to do some kind of change on it. They came to the same story, mix it up, you know, go back, come forward, you know, have flashbacks. Should not be a full or- on origin story. Um, tie them with someone like, you know, Hank Pym in, in the in the quantum realm or, you know, and let them come back and be more modernized with Scott. I think Scott's comedy, you know, on top of that would kind of help a little bit in the story, but don't do the same thing you've done. They need to do what they did with Spider-Man in the MCU where they kind exactly. of just brush over that origin a little bit and just bring them in and go ahead and have them fight a threat. Like, we don't need to, like, see the origin story again for a third time. Like we've seen that twice with the other Spider-Man movies, you know, all, all, all that play out. We didn't need to see it with Peter Parker. We don't need to see it for a third round of fantastic four movies. Do you think, do you think we could get the same kind of uh, in 
in-house or in-movie reboot that we got from Spider-Man, because that's basically where we're at now. They've kind of rebooted Spider-Man in the MCU after a trilogy, but not actually rebooted him, which has been really clever. So maybe they'll do the same sort of thing with Fantastic Four. I also think that's kind of like the MCU's way of being like, well, if Sony doesn't want to play ball, then everybody's forgotten who he is. So like, he's not really like pertinent to our storytelling. But if, yeah, but if you want to bring Spider-Man back in down the road, we can have people then know who he is. And it's kind of like Disney's way of like basically shutting the door, but leaving it unlocked in case they want to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Right. I think we're going to wrap that up there, guys. We've been chatting for about an hour. Oh, Brandon's just, uh, Brandon's just turned on um, and just said, absolutely. Uh, we do not need a repeat origin, just a reference move forward for the, yeah. uh, for the fantastic four. And that's why I think right. flashbacks, you know, have them come up in modern times. Maybe they find them in quantum mania um, mm-hmm. during that, you know, maybe the negative zone is somewhere within the quantum zone, like a, like an area they find, or as they're battling with, with Kang in quantum mania, they come across the negative zone and pull them out. Or maybe Kang has them trapped himself. Sue you know, and Reed could have worked with Hank Pym. Exactly. Like before. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, have There's them come so many back out. Yeah. And all the everything else just flashbacks. You know, we have a flashback to when we see like kind of like an in game. We saw Hank Pym, you know, in Jersey, so, you know, working on Pym particles, and Andy's freezing again. But I'll keep going. Um, <laughs> and so you know, those flashbacks have it come forward. Um, don't do a full on origin story. You know, have Dune, uh, Doom come through some other avenue. Um, that Ramos uh, actor that's been cast for Ironheart seems to be a, a pretty big role, not just a. Ironheart role, but it's said to be similar to uh, Jonathan Major's um, appearance in uh, Loki as uh, He Remains and going to be Kang and so forth. So here's my last theory for that. Um, Ramos is Doom. Um, We we get a tease of Doom in Wakanda Forever of of Latveria, but we don't um, we don't see Doom. Doom comes in, you know, maybe is like a, a schoolmate of MIT or an, or the antagonist in Ironheart, and that leads into to Doom coming later. Um, and you know, I I would still love to see some kind of Doom coming through at Wakanda Forever route. And we know that Riri is going to be in Wakanda Forever. She's going to get her Ironheart series. You know, you could tie all that together and then bring Doom full on into the MCU as as a major villain. Mm-hmm. I like it. Andy, you're you on you. Did you hit the button again? I don't know what button I'm hitting. Oh, okay. Now he's back. <laughs> and now he's not back. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Um, and he's having some connection issues today. So thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, those of you on Facebook, the, the page and the group and on Twitch and on our YouTube channel and, and via Twitter as well. Um, these will be posted as well in the group as usual on the regular channels. Um, for myself, Andy, and Alex, have a good one. And thank you for joining us again. Thank you, guys. Why don't you tell him about the time we faced Doom? All right. Well, as I remember... At Avenger headquarters...